are the fuck? Fear is not a factor for you. This is where we're going to learn who will be the ultimate survivor. So with your permission, I'd like to take this guy on the boat, and then once he's trapped at sea, teach him a lesson he'll never forget. Can't believe you stop taking pictures of yourself. Your sister's going to jail. Looks like we are off. Welcome to Confession Cam, a podcast about reality TV. I'm John. I'm Hunter. And I'm Daisy. And we're almost to the end of our series on MILF Manor. So if you've been keeping keeping up with us, we're uh, doing episodes seven and eight. Next week, we got episode nine. I feel like um, I feel like kind of opposite episodes this week, y'all. Very like much, yeah. One, one episode was just pretty boring, and then another episode, we, we got almost way too much at once i feel like yeah the how are y'all what are the vibes like this week the preview for next episode does have me interested in what they're gonna do mm-hmm. however i feel like they could have cut an episode and just made this two yeah I agree. and these could have been our last two episodes yeah because like n- we'll get into it i feel like nothing happens in seven yeah i felt like even the first half of this episode was it was supposed to be like really dramatic, but it was actually pretty boring. It was just of episode seven, uh, eight. or eight. eight yeah. yeah, they just they 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 stretched out what should have been two minutes of yeah. content. Well, they just edited it weird, and there's like a lot of there's like footage of the people literally like walking to get into position to talk about things. Like, yeah, it feels like you're watching a dress rehearsal. It's very it's very poorly yeah. produced. Well, um, We'll get into it when we recap the episodes. A couple notes uh, before we do that, though. Uh, first of all, Daisy, you've been keeping up with the Kardashians I have a, a little been. more than we have, and uh, and you said that this season's not as bad as the one we covered. No, I mean, I. Actually, what episode are you on? I I've watched all the ones that are out up to today, which is I think it's three or four episodes. Okay, there's a new one coming out on Wednesday, so it'll be out by the time this releases. But, um. I, I'm enjoying it, and we're getting some good, um, Kendall Kylie sister content. Mm, that's um, always fun. And, uh, Courtney is, <laughs> she started a vitamin, a gummy vitamin brand, uh, and it's just fucking funny. I mean, like, would you say? Didn't you say she said something about raging against the? Go ahead. <laughs> yes, I I can't remember the exact quote, but she says. She says, I kind of like to rage against the machine. And she's talking about <laughs> creating her like luxury gummy vitamin brand. And like, that is so funny. Of all the things that the Kardashians do, a gummy vitamin brand, like, what could you possibly bring to the gummy vitamin space that doesn't already exist? <laughs> right. She's yeah. talking about like, oh, I've been wanting to do this for years. Like, why? A gummy Just vitamin go to, brand. Go to Target. What a random thing to want to do for years. Yeah. Well, it's also like, I don't know how you could bring something that new to that space unless you're like intentionally marketing to like Alex Jones Q people who are like, mm-hmm. these are the real vitamins, not I, the fake vitamins. Maybe instead of Flintstone shapes, it's like uh, Kardashian shapes. Oh my God. That'd be an innovative That would thing actually be amazing. To do. <laughs> um, but you're enjoying it so far more I, than season two? Yeah, I am enjoying it. I think it's way better than season two. Uh, I don't know what it was about season two. I think it was just too slow Nothing or whatever. happens. But they, they learned from it, I think. Um, I, I, I think they, you know, they're, they're squeezing a little more content into the time, which I think was a big part of the problem. So 
I also think they had a lot of scandals going on at the time of season two, and it they seemed did. like they're the whole season two was them trying to play like good PR for all the shit they were dealing yeah. with, and I think they overdid it. I mm. yeah, I like, completely agree. <clears throat> like they were dodging the Kanye stuff. They were like, she's about to give birth to someone she's breaking up with his child, and like yeah. Oh, speaking of which, did y'all see the um, Courtney news? I did. She she had the the sign at the Blink One Eighty Two concert. It looks like she was in the audience, but there's no way Courtney was actually in the audience, right? Well, I mean, she was probably in like a VIP, right? Something like that. But yeah. she was holding up the sign at the Blink One Eighty Two yeah. show. Did you see this, Hunter? She no. it said, uh, "Travis, I'm pregnant." Oh shit! Yeah. To be fair, if you're they've been trying for a long time. If you're... oh, that's I forgot that was a plot point on season two is mm-hmm. that they're trying. If you're front row at a Blink-182 concert in today's age, you it's like seeing like Led Zeppelin front row now. You're paying yeah. for like the like minimum like $800 like VIP tickets. Yeah. And you got a chair. Yeah. And that that's like the price for here in Indianapolis. So I can't imagine being at like wherever they were, yeah. In like LA or somewhere yeah. near them, I'm sure. Also, should we talk about uh the other Blink-182 news going around? Oh, what's the other Blink-182 news? Um I'm sure the saga will be over um, if you're not listening the week this comes out, but we all know about the submarine that's gone missing. Oh, yeah. Um, one... I don't know what... I I know about this story. I don't know how Blink-182 ties into it. So, oh, wait. Uh, yes, I do. Go ahead. One go of ahead. the CEOs who's missing, <clears throat> stepson, tweeted at Blink-182, and it's just like, in this hard time when my stepdad is missing, will you let me in the back... <laughs> for vip passes wait something he, along those lines he's like he like i just want you to know blink 22 that my stepdad is missing and it's very <laughs> emotional for I, me he also tweeted i know this might be a weird something along the lines of i know this might be a weird time for me to be at a blink 182 concert but i know my family would want me to be here yeah he said I, this might be crass but my family wants me at this blink 182 yeah. concert i have to say i saw lil wayne like two days after one of my best friends died and you know, there's nothing you can do. What's he going to do? Go look for him? Right. Yeah. <laughs> I will say, though, you didn't have to post about it. Like, <laughs> Yeah, posting about it is a little weird. That dude also turned out to be a real creep. People quickly looked him up. and He's, he's got, got like, prior convictions and shit. Right? Oh, God. For, like, yeah. stalking women, like, yeah. female oh. DJs and stuff. Like, he apparently, like... Female DJs? He, st- he stalked multiple women who are DJs in, like, the L.A. music scene. Fuck that. And he had, like convicted stalking that's not good it um do you know how it's a little weird slash a little funny it's not funny that he's stalking women but it's it's funny to me that it's all djs like that's specifically what he's into yeah, or something I, yeah weird yeah strange sorry what were you about to say oh, i'm just saying i think it's it's also just like do you know how hard it is to get convicted of stalking like especially if you're a rich person yeah like he is Oh, well, apparently he sued his way back out of jail. I don't oh, know nice. the whole story. But yeah. I do think it... I uh, just wanted to mention the submarine stepson. Yeah. <laughs> I, I like a post, I think, put it best when it's like, if you listen to Blink-182, how are you not excited that your stepdad is dead? <laughs> <laughs> God damn. That's pretty funny. Yeah, that, I mean, that's an interesting... By the time this, this airs, there's going to be new episodes of The Kardashians... We'll know if the submarine people are dead. Yeah. It'll be a different world by the time this, uh, I was going to say Yeah, airs, I think this but... comes out in, in two days from the day we're recording, and it's, yeah. it is it is going to be a whole different uh, world by then. Yeah, but the 
quantum shifts in reality by then. <laughs> uh, one last thing about the submarine that I read that I thought was interesting. There's only one other um, sub manned submarine that can make it to that level um, and even find out where the ship is, and it is owned by Gabe Newell, founder of Steam. <laughs> so... <laughs> Why does he own a submarine? No, well, he owns the co- this company called Inkscape, who oh. does like under deep water research. And this vessel mm. is the only one that's gone. They've set records in all five major bodies of water for how deep huh. a submersible can go with a person in it. This is just an insane trailer for Half Life Three. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> kind of related to that. Did you see that the submarine that got lost is controlled by like a Nintendo controller? Yeah, or something it looks like, like a that? PS4 controller. Yeah, weird. I don't even think that's that bad anymore. No, apparently just, controllers are really good at that shit. And so the military actually uses them a lot. Yeah. That's the main use of VR. Like I know everyone talks about huh? like video games, VR. Oh, it's the, the military. Of shit. course it is. That sucks. That's cause like, yeah. uh, that's why Microsoft has a huge VR division and no one hears about it because all their VR is used by doctors who do like interior cam mm. work huh. and by the military to like fly drones. <laughs> so like it's not consumer product, but they have the largest well, chunk of the VR market. Once the Apple Vision Pro comes out for only $3,500, you can answer emails in VR. <laughs> we can we can record confession cam in, in VR. VR. Yeah. yeah. Uh, we're starting a GoFundMe for how much is it? 3500 3500 <laughs> 3, So we each need one. That's uh, oh yeah. So that's $10,500. Yeah. Uh, Good math. Yeah. That was we'll, quick. Be, we'll be the first Apple Vision Pro VR podcast about <laughs> reality TV shows. Maybe we can get sponsored. Dear Apple, please sponsor us in the metaverse <laughs> so we can record in the metaverse. Um, one more thing before we get into the episodes. So we got some fan mail. Uh, this actually came to us like a couple months ago, but I just kept forgetting to bring it in uh, to share with y'all. But uh, at first, so I got this letter. It was addressed to Daisy, Hunter, and John. And I was like, I was equal parts thrilled that one of our listeners sent us something and also kind of creeped out. Cause I was like, how does a listener have our address? It turns out it just came from uh, my girlfriend. So um, she sent us some Jersey shore stickers to celebrate nice. the ending of our Jersey, Hell Jersey yeah. shore season. So I'll let y'all kind of sort through them and see, uh, you know, which ones we want. We might want to put some on Hunter's um, pin board, pin board, cork board. Uh, but we got some, so good ones there. There's one of the cast. Uh, don't know. Can't remember what that one's a reference to. It's t-shirt time. Uh, we got um, Polly D. Ooh, Hell yeah. His hair. Um, uh, of course, this one. This is the worst sticker ever. It's so blurry. <laughs> well, it's so tiny. The I, You can't see it, but the cast sticker is like maybe an inch tall. <laughs> but they fit the entire cast. They tried to cast. fit the entire cast on it. This is the one we're all probably going to be fighting over. Duck phone. Duck, Duck phone. phone. Um, I'm not going to go through all of them, but uh, there you go. I don't. Whoa, this one's got a lot of words. What is this? Whoa. Uh, Sam, first night at bed when you left, oh. made out with two girls and put his head between. I I'm sad I we didn't watch like this a, episode. It's, oh, this is an episode we didn't watch. Yeah, it's 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 from like later, but uh, basically Ron Jim Tam laundry too. Of course, Ron does some sleazy stuff. At, he makes out with two girls and puts his head between a cocktail waitress's breast. Uh, and so they write an anonymous letter and give it to Sammy. Um, and it's this whole thing. It's, it's probably the, 
the dramatic peak of uh of uh uh, Jersey Shore. Okay. Cool. So it's a uh, canonically uh, <laughs> an important episode. Yeah. I All like right. the Ronnie never fall in love with the Jersey Shore. These are really good. <laughs> I love them. I, re- I kind of want the GTL Jim Tan Laundry in the um, Italian flag <laughs> colors. You want that one? I think so. All you. I'm going to put that on my water bottle. I <laughs> Hell yeah. There's a lot of like Dina stuff in here. I'm sad that we never we never got to any of the Dina episodes. Is Dina someone that shows up later? Yeah. I, she b- basically is um, Angelina's replacement. Although I think they're both on it at some point. But well, Who is that picture that's just two real people? This one? Yeah. Uh, that is Vinny and Polly D. Uh, okay. Oh, them joining a smoothie. That's pretty cute. I like that one. Yeah. So anyway, oh, hashtag meatball problems. That, yeah, that's uh, Snooky and uh, uh, Dina are the meatballs. Oh, okay, gotcha. Well, shout out to my girlfriend, Fiona, for hooking it up with the stickers. Yeah, shout out to Fiona. Thank yeah, you. Yeah, thank you. And uh, glad I finally remembered to bring them in. Um, y'all want to get into the episode seven of Milf Manor? I think so. Let's do it. All right. <clears throat> so... Last time, Pola and Kelly sneak off. We open up this episode with Pola very concerned because she doesn't know where Jose, Jose is. Jose and Kelly. Ho- oh, did I say Pola and Kelly? My <laughs> bad. Kelly, that would be awful. Pose, uh, Jose and Kelly sneak off. Pola is very concerned because she doesn't know where Jose is. She gets kind of aggressive with the texting. She's saying like, "Are you ignoring me?" and shit like that. I feel like. She knows her son's not in trouble and shit, right? So, like, why is she so concerned? Yes, but I also don't really know why Jose didn't just say, like, hey, I'm sneaking out with Kelly. Because his mom hates Kelly. Yeah, I guess. You're also on, like, a TV. You could have said, hey, I have to do something with the production team. Yeah. Could have come up with an excuse. If if you're being, already have gone to the point where you're agreeing to be disingenuous, Mm -hmm. sneaky, um... You might as well be like smart about it. You yeah. know, it's like they got in a fucking production van. You might yeah. as well just say production wants to take me out on a surprise thing. I won't be back. This mm-hmm. whole thing feels like it was all set up by the production. Like they're like, okay. Really a lot of things on these two episodes yeah. feel that way. Um, I mean, they're in, they, they get a hotel room, like all this stuff. I'm like, you didn't think this up at 10 p.m. and left at 10.30 p.m. Like that. that's not right. That's like what they're kind of trying to make it seem like they're trying to make it seem way more impromptu he yeah than it actually probably was i know he's he he's a favorite multiple times and of the household but jose is not smart enough to make this plan (laughs) to where he starts pulling aside production people to get a van and like yeah they don't really do a whole lot on their date do they i know they have some champagne and they have kind of a kind of a heavy conversation i don't heavy is a strong word about like what they like about each other and stuff but it's it, pretty uneventful, right? Some big kissing, but yeah. yeah, that's all we really see. There's some heavy implication there that that they they may or may not have boned in the hotel room. Yeah, it's kind of implied, but then I think, well, we'll get to it when you do the next episode. But I think someone asks Jose point blank, "Did you guys have sex?" And he said no, which he could be lying. Yeah, I I think he's also weird about sex whenever he's asked he about is. it. Yeah. Um. Oh, I wrote down a Kelly quote. She she says, after Billy left me, <laughs> which, is it just me or does that feel like a pretty strong 
Well, for for you're just on a reality show getting to know people, and she says he left. I know she's referring to like the specific time he yeah he did he physically get up and leave right. Yeah. But the way she says it, it sounds like you yeah. know like your boyfriend or husband is leaving you. Yeah, yeah. they weren't serious. I I well, there's multiple moments that we'll talk about, but I don't think Billy was ever once serious on this show. No, no. <laughs> he he is the blankest slate I have ever met. Billy I, and Harrison both just don't give a fuck at all. I think Harrison cares on some level. He gets upset a couple times, but like mm-hmm. Billy is just literally just there. Yeah, like a he. The only genuine moments I've seen with him are him talking to the other dudes in like a friendly way. Yeah, he seems to be hitting it off with the other guys more than any of the moms, for sure. I I just looked him up on Google, Billy, and uh, his his cameo page shows up. He's got one one star review on cameo. <laughs> <laughs> how how much is it? Maybe we should get one. Uh, it said. If it's less than thirty, temporarily unavailable. Oh, you can send okay. him a message for three dollars. Okay, I don't know if I'd pay three dollars just to send someone a message, unless it was a very I don't think I would. unless it was a very important message. Um, so we start setting up this. Well, I guess we've already kind of set it up, but we got this love triangle. Triangle is the wrong word. It's it's almost like a love square because there's three, there's four people involved. We got Jose, Jose, um, Shannon. And uh, Sue Young and Kelly, right? Um, so Paula, the next day, Paula's telling Shannon that Jose spent the night with Kelly, and Shannon and Sue Young are both so bummed about this. Like you can tell that they're both about to get their hearts broken, um, even though that doesn't come till spoiler alert, uh, the next episode. Um, Paula really doesn't like Kelly and hates that her son uh, spent the night with her. Sue Young, like I said, seems really bummed. Too. This is just the we knew Jose was going to break everyone's hearts. This is what this whole show has been building up to, and we're finally starting to get to that moment. Yeah. Not much else to say about that. Um. Although, well, okay. One more thing. Jose tries to have breakfast with the other moms, and the other moms <laughs> are just really cold. To him. Yeah, they're just like fuck you. Yeah. Uh, what that is a sets things up in such a weird way for what's about to happen, though. Like literally. Everyone is mad at the two of them. And there's like no sort of um, cooling off of that emotion. It seems like everyone's just really cold to him the rest of the time episode. Yeah. Even though both moms are both Sue Young and Shannon are still hoping that he'll pick them when we get to that part. But um, but yeah, they seem to have cooled on him quite a bit. Well, Shannon, I think her cope is that she's like, oh, this was completely Kelly's idea. I can't believe Kelly did this to him. And it wasn't. Well, like y'all said, it's probably a producer idea, but they made it seem like it was Jose's idea. I mean, Jose, as far as we know, is the one who approached her and was like, you want to do this? So right. if he didn't want to do it. But yeah, the the other moms are like, oh, I know, I know Kelly pushed him into doing this. It's like, <laughs> actually, that's not. Yeah, that's that is cope, as Hunter said. Um, now we get into the the creepy game that we do in, in every goddamn episode. Ugh. This one, I don't know. It's pretty creepy. I don't. I wouldn't say that it's the creepiest. It's not quite as bad as the um, what was the one? A couple the massage one. It's yeah. not quite that bad, but I really hated this one. I hated it too. They as someone who has shared a well, how about you explain what it is first? Okay, so the. The moms and sons have to go through each other's dirty laundry 
and try to match, you know, the sons have to match whatever dirty laundry is their moms. Moms have to match whatever dirty laundry is their sons, which in and of itself already sounds gross just because I don't want to have to touch dirty laundry. But at first I didn't realize they were specific. I should have known because it's this show, but I didn't realize they were specifically going through everyone's intimate things, right? Their, you know, their underwear. Um, Yeah, I'm going to be honest. I don't want to sift through anyone's dirty underwear, right? Especially not my mom's. Okay, yeah, that is what I was gonna say. That makes it what makes it weird is that you have to touch other people's dirty underwear. Like that's gross. The fact yeah. that it's like family isn't that w- the weird part for me. Like mm-hmm. I've shared like a laundry machine, like a washer dryer with family. Right. Like me I've too. I've rotated my family's laundry before because I needed some clean clothes. Yeah. Like. I guess I've, that's true. I've seen my family's underwear. That part's not super weird to me. If you live in a house with someone, you see it. Like, I've seen my roommate's mm-hmm. underwear. It's yeah. the handling of it and, like, the handling of just everyone's stuff. Is That's the weird yeah. part. Yeah. I don't think this one... This is, like, the one that's, like... This isn't weird because it's family members. It's just weird. Yeah. So, before I realized it was going to be underwear, I wrote down Gabriel... His, his stuff should be pretty easy to spot... <laughs> But since it's underwear, that's not necessarily the case. Um, Surprisingly, he had the most normal underwear, actually. Yeah, that's true. It you was know, all like fancy Calvin Klein, and his mom's yeah. like, my son's an underwear model. He <laughs> models these, so I picked them all. Yeah. And they're like, okay, clap. <laughs> what really annoyed me was they showed that green like banana hammock thing, and then they never said who Oh, that's right. They, everyone thought it was Harrison's because he used to be a dancer, but uh but it's not so we yeah we di- we never found out who that was that thing was huge too yeah right like that looks like i mean it looks it like, like a the borat. borat yeah <laughs> it looks like yeah you could put it over your shoulder it was i think it was the borat underwear like it was lime green it was super long i think it was the borat thing and i'm going to honestly go out on a limb my guess i'm going to go with billy Okay. It's like a joke thing. It yeah. Also, it could have just been that the producers just threw that in there. Yeah, and it it's like a, just to throw people off the trail. Well, I think they did because one of the moms was like, "You didn't pick mine because I don't wear underwear." Oh yeah. Oh, that was so, Stephanie. So yeah. one. So Stephanie was automatically going to lose because she didn't have anywhere underwear to be picked. Yeah. Um, well, I think the green thing was. That was in the boys' stuff, though, right? Yeah, it was. It was. But, uh, but yeah, you're you're that's right about that. That's just a realization I came to. Um, yeah, that's a good point. Um, I think all three of us were really grossed out by this. Ryan puts the panties <laughs> that he picks in his mouth. Now that was pretty foul. He's like flossing with him. He's like, oh, these look at these like dental floss and like put it in his mouth. And even all the other dudes were just like weird. It's weird, even if it's not your mom. But also, he thought. That, that was the underwear that he picked that he thought was his mom. Right. So he turned out to be wrong, but still, he put this these panties in his mouth thinking that those were his mom's dirty panties. Yeah, that's fucking vile. That is fucked. <laughs> that's Bad so strange. Ryan. I felt like maybe he was kind of doing it to like, you know how when guys hang out, they kind of try to push the limit a little bit with doing sometimes, just, especially younger guys, doing just like random gross shit. To, gross, edgy, doing jackass. Yes, stuff. that kind of thing. Yeah. So maybe he was just trying to show off to the other guys. I don't know, but it was still pretty off-putting from what i saw literally every other guy was just like gross don't do that (laughs) i would have had the same reaction um trying a little too hard sue young and jimmy win the challenge um 
between the two of them, they can pick one date. So this was kind of confusing because normally they let them each pick a date if they won. Or they say ahead of time, like the winning team's moms get to pick a boy out on a date. You know, they something decide like that. Yeah. yeah. So in this one, they only one of them gets to. Uh, so they kind of go back and forth a little bit about who it's going to be. And then uh, Jimmy picks Pola. And it's weird because like, I guess I don't know if they know how close they are to the end of the show. But like, uh, so young was just like, Oh, you know, you go on this one. I'll go next time. Yeah. I thought this was like, I really enjoyed this like confession cam with Jimmy and So Young. I felt like we've seen so much growth. Yeah. From early in the show. I think that honestly, the relationship that I care the most about on this show right now Mm -hmm. is Jimmy and So Young. Well, and they kind of got broken. Their relationship got broken a bit in the beginning when when Jimmy found out that his mom slept with his best friend. But it seems like it's mended itself. Yeah. And and maybe it's even stronger than before that happened. It seems like they've really grown an appreciation for each other. And I would say they're probably the only, I was going to say characters, but the only people... On this mm-hmm. show, who've had any sort of actual like emotion, real emotional response yeah. to anything going on? Yeah. yeah, it was between the two of them. So I actually believe that it's genuine and not like mm-hmm. for like he was getting like blackout drunk in a pool and yeah, yeah, like she was sobbing. Like I, I genuinely felt for the two of them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, the, the, I agree. There's been a lot of growth from that uh, mom and son uh, couple more more so probably than any of the others. Um, Jimmy and Pola go on a paddleboard date. Uh, I don't have a whole lot of notes about this other than Pola puts sand and ice on Jimmy for some reason and then starts rubbing a feather all over him. I don't know if that's a thing people do, <laughs> but I have never seen that before. And then he, he seems to enjoy it quite a lot. They both keep talking about how sensual it is. Yeah, that was really funny. Maybe that is a thing, but I was thinking like that was just like they're just they're just fucking around. They're just being goofy. I have to say. <laughs> The the date was really funny to me because they're paddleboarding and they set up a camera on the front and the back of the paddleboard. So they just switch between I mean, there's like a wide shot, but then they're just kind of switching between like the crotch cam and the ass cam. Yeah. <laughs> like just yet another example of like, did you guys think this through? Because I don't <laughs> nope. think you did. Not at all. Um Okay, Charlene starts ranting to Harrison about what she's looking for in the bedroom or what women are looking for in the bedroom, saying, like, does any, either of you want to recap that? You look like you know what's going on. Yeah, this whole scene's fucking weird. It's really weird, so, and it's actually... I don't like Charlene after this. Yeah, it literally, like, ruins my opinion of her. But, um... So it starts with, um... Them, you know, they've been, they've been told that they each have to pick someone else in the house... And if that person picks them too, it'll be a match and they get to stay on the show. Mm-hmm. If the person they pick doesn't pick them, they're off the show. So they're cutting back on the cast to get ready for the last two episodes. Um, Harrison, I think even before this week, he see him straight up be like, I don't find anyone here attractive or interesting. Mm-hmm. So I know I'm going to go. Um I believe this is a confession cam moment. It's yeah. not him walking around, but so this is after the fact for him, but before the fact for us is that's his, his setup is like, we already know he's not interested in any of the women here. It's not his bag. Doesn't want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, 
and it turns into this weird it's edited so i'm guessing this is way longer in real life than what we saw absolutely but it's charlene borderline like yelling at her son that he needs to man up and fuck one of these older women because what women want is a man to come in and take charge and if he and he's just telling her like go pick a woman and go tell her she's yours and like and then she says like if a man's not willing to do that then why not just become a lesbian or didn't she say something like that yeah Yeah. why don't i just be a lesbian i go get a strap on and i be a lesbian it's it's really weird i honestly it seems like she's taking out her frustration on him yeah in a weird way and it's like you know she's like you know nothing's working out for her so she wants something to work out for him but he's just not interested I wonder if she misunderstood the text because I kind of misunderstood it too. Maybe she thinks that if he goes home, she has to go home too. Oh yeah, that's do, possible. Do you think that could be a possibility? That's definitely possible. Maybe because that could explain why she's so you know trying to get him to find somebody. Maybe she misunderstood and thought that it's you know if both the mom and the son don't have a part, don't have like a aren't coupled up. They both have to go home. I'm really curious if, you know, they have this argument in the room and then he leaves the room and he's outside for a bit. I wonder if when he goes outside, if he talks to the producers and is like, hey, if I leave, does she have to come with me? And they're like, yeah, no, that's fine. You can leave and she can stay. And then that's the point where he's like, okay, I'm leaving. Mm. Yeah, because like right after he does announce that he is just leaving the show. He doesn't want to deal with the match thing. He's just going to go. And Charlene's talking about how proud he is, she is that he stuck to his, um, I forget the word she uses, but he stuck to uh, what he believes in. Mm-hmm. Um, he stood up for himself and he's doing which what he wants. Which is also weird. Yeah, <laughs> which is like, especially when it's like your mom yelling at you to fuck a random <laughs> yeah. woman that's her age. Um, at one at, at one point she goes, I just want you to pray about it, and Harrison goes, Nah, nah. <laughs> Which is what I say whenever my mom tells me to pray about something too. I just go, Nah. So I kind of it's the most relatable moment for Harris with Harrison uh, for me. It is insane how like she goes from like you just need to fuck one of these women out of marriage. You need to go in and make her yours. <laughs> go pray about it. Yeah, like yeah. It, if that feels like a, a disconnect for me, but. He also flat out, I think he flat out says, yeah, I'm not really into older women or something along those lines. So he's just on the wrong show. He openly says that. And I think I think he genuinely could tell that his mom was into the bit, we'll say. Yeah. Like she was ready. And I think he was trying to be supportive. But like they're because they're like when he like first couple episodes, like you can tell like most of the women are like, oh, Harrison. He's Mm -hmm. fit. He's attractive. I'm into it. Mm -hmm. And then the minute any of them talk to him, they just never talk again. Yeah. And I think he's pretty much been just slowly telling everyone, like, I'm not interested in you. Maybe it's that. And also, I mean, at least from what we've seen, he has a pretty, I wouldn't even say off-putting personality, just like a really boring personality compared to some of these other guys. So I could see him having a conversation with someone and them just being walking away saying, yeah, that guy's not got not got a whole lot going on. I'll put him in what I think's the Billy Club, which yeah. is just like 
him and some of the guys are hanging out at the bar drinking for free and then occasionally they go on dates and talk to women so that they don't get sent home like the one guy yeah i bet they yeah. sent that one set home as a warning to be like if you guys don't you know like participate you know we could kick you off too and so that's what kicked off billy and kelly's weird yeah thing where every time she he gets her in bed and then he's like i'm gonna go now yeah. <laughs> um Okay, speaking of Charlene, Ryan 2, what's his name? Ryan S. Thank you. Ryan S. asks Charlene on a date. At first, I thought they might be a good fit for each other because we we are led to believe. What's that? They're both a little weird. They're both. That's true. They're both a little weird and they both seem a little horny. Or I don't know if Ryan S. seems horny, but at the very least, you know, he likes to eat pussy. We know that much about him. (laughs) He seems like he might be kind of good at it, based on the little bit we saw. In um, that oh, episode, I forgot about his grapefruit. Right. Yeah, in that episode, he mentions how he kind of looks up to Charlene for taking charge and being about her sexuality. So I thought he was like maybe going with that in mind. You know, if that's the case, if he said that, then that almost makes me. That's like a bit of a red flag because Charlene wants the man to take charge. So if, if he's saying, I like her because she takes charge, then that's kind of a misunderstanding of what she wants. Well, I think he meant like she knows what she wants, oh, and she okay. wants people to understand how to please each other. Which yeah. that, that was her whole thing, and he was talking about how he was like into that also, in that episode. I feel like her words don't match up with her actions, really, where she says she wants a man to take charge, but then she's extremely forward. And I just I think that these things are incongruent. She's like... Not wrong. She's not wrong for yeah. being Charlene. assertive or yeah. whatever. No, but I think she feels like she needs to be in this position. Yeah. And doesn't know how to be like non-assertive. Yeah. Uh, she's like a weird like a subtype of brat that actually is in charge <laughs> but doesn't want to be. <laughs> um So I know this date's a little awkward and Kind of, unco- it, I don't know. I can't remember how old Ryan S is, but I don't want to, I, y'all can roast the shit out of him if you want. I don't want to be too mean just because when I was in my like early to mid twenties, I went on similar dates where I thought that flirting was just rattling off a bunch of facts, <laughs> which is kind of what he, so they go to like this cactus garden, which I don't know why there's a cactus garden just randomly near the house, but apparently there is. And, uh, he just starts rattling off a bunch of facts about cacti. It's so awkward. It's very awkward. But again, specifically, I remember when I was 26, I went on a date with a woman where we went for a walk and I was just like pointing out random facts about different (laughs) shit because I was just a dumb guy. I don't know. So I can't be too hard on him. I mean, that's a conversation starter. The idea is that she would be like, oh, that's interesting and talk about the garden, that kind of stuff. But it never goes anywhere. But her reaction keeps stacking them up. And her reaction every time is just like, huh? Okay. Yeah. And he clearly like Googled cactuses. Like yeah. it's I did you Google like No, I didn't do that. You didn't do homework before the day? Like I I, I don't know a nicer way to put this, but a friend of mine who watched this said you're gonna you guys will think he's like the most normal, like relatable <laughs> person. And I, I he I will say he is probably the most actually normal person on the mm-hmm. show, but I do not find him re- relatable at all i apologize if you're a user of this website or do not like these terms but he is maybe one of the most reddit dudes i have yes. ever seen <laughs> yeah like i yeah. guarantee you he went to the reddit page about cactuses and oh was God. like looking r slash cacti yep that's 
<laughs> That's funny. He's an active member well, of the Cacti. He community. is. He is like a coder. He's like a software engineer. So I'm sure he's just like, all right, well, I'll look up a lot of information about that cactus garden yeah. and I'm going to take her there and talk about it. And that's yeah. the thing is it seems like he means well and it seems like he's a sweet guy, but he's just a weird dude. And she's, you know, clearly like not interested in the cactus at all. No. Like, no. And, it, and if he just said, do you want to fuck? Like she probably would have been into it. <laughs> yeah. Um, he, uh, he does kind of like set up a little coffee. And st- I mean, one of the producers probably set it up, but he has like a little coffee thing set up for her, which I thought was kind of sweet. Um, really awkward dude though. Extremely awkward. I, I think it's relatable to be awkward. Yeah. But watching someone be awkward is not relatable and it's not fun. It's just cringe. Yes. The problem is you can see how it's going wrong. And even if you would do that same thing, it's a learning experience. Yeah. It's like, okay, mm-hmm. maybe don't corner a woman and rattle off about how <laughs> old the cactuses are based on their heights. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> So the only other note I have is uh, Ryan and Paula go on a date. And I'll be honest, I kind of zoned out during this. Do either of you want to recap this? I cannot remember what happens. There's only one notable thing that happens, in my opinion. Go for it. Well, okay. That's not true. They finger paint. I think the finger painting is very cute. It's a really good date idea. Completely ruined by Ryan singing a weird fucking song to her. Yeah, that part was and you were both I, again I kind of zoned out during this so I don't I apologize this is not very good podcasting but I don't have really any thoughts about this but I know when we <laughs> talked before we recorded you were both very put off by the song that he sang yeah I, well and is it's it because even, he's a bad singer or was it just a weird it's song? just weird it's a if I just started singing at you John <laughs> that's true also I want to say that he's not necessarily an awful singer but it's clear that he's um only written like lyrics out and it's and there's no tune to what he's singing so it's like borderline a mm-hmm. single note that he's hitting yeah. and he's doing that like falsetto high-pitched like uh like pop male vo- backing vocal or like um r&b singer kind of high-pitched section but there's no rhythm or beat to it it's so weird it's also only like two lines he sings it and then he sings it in spanish and then that's it He is a musician. I'm playing this right off his Instagram right now. That's not bad. Honestly, look, there's also a lot of people at this show. So he's not only is he a musician, he's maybe kind of a legit musician. I feel like he's cooler in real life than he is on this show. I think that he's putting on a persona on this show. Yeah. Um, I can't find the exact lyrics to the song, but the lyrics, as I remember them, slightly edited by my brain, are, I like every bit of you, flaws and all. I like you the way you are. Yeah, (laughs) flaws and all is a weird fucking thing to say to someone that you've been dating for. It also, it would be cute if Mr. Rogers sang that song, (laughs) (laughs) but but on a date, it's kind of, doesn't really fit the vibe. Yeah, and... For everything I was trying to find the lyrics, I couldn't find the exact lyrics, but everyone is talking about how like, as they're like, I speak Spanish and what he said was gibberish, which is funny because the whole day oh, she really? keeps being like, who helped you with that? That's such a good translation. <laughs> good job. She's laying it on thick. Um, also, oh, go ahead. I, the other thing about that data I want to mention that creeped me out. 
maybe a little Oedipal moment, but he keeps describing things about his mom and then saying, that's why I like Pola. <laughs> that's true. Which I was just like, okay, buddy. Yeah. It's definitely, I mean, there's just this vibe that like, these guys are not looking for a wife. They're not looking for a girlfriend. They're looking for a mom. Yep. Or in the case of a lot of them, they're looking to make it through this TV show. <laughs> yeah, very true. All right, I think that's episode seven. Y'all want to get into a soda? We have a... Hey, first of all, you got this... Gla- you don't have to read the name of it, but did you used to work here or something? No, I used to work at a print company that oh, made specialty that made items for companies. And whenever asking... they were extras, I would take all their extra glasses. <laughs> I, I know someone who works there. That's the only reason I brought it up. But oh. today we have a... So we're taking a risk today because I've got a soda. I don't even know what it is. We got a mystery soda, folks. It's in a brown paper bag. This could be one of those nasty novelty sodas that's like booger flavored or something, (laughs) or it could be a really tasty craft soda. We don't know. I say even if it's a nasty soda, we should at least take a sip, but we don't have to finish it. We don't have to do the whole thing. I will will take a... See, the thing is about me, um, a lot of those weird flavored ones and like the Birdie Bots beans and the gross Mm -hmm. out challenge beans, some of the gross ones, those are good in my world. Really? Okay. (laughs) you might like this even if it's a I, I always one, I always really liked the grass one. I always really liked like the booger one. It was just I really assume sweet. it doesn't actually taste like those things, right? Grass is kind of good. In some countries, they <laughs> do make grass candy though. So oh. I think it was closer to like I don't think it's the grass that's growing in our yeah. yard. I think it's like when you get like an Asian grass candy. Uh, I think okay. it was like that kind of. Grass. Speaking of which, I think there's some candy in here as well. Okay, oh, cool. so y'all ready? Yeah. The soda of the week is. Oh, no! Bar. Bar. <laughs> Great chunky flavor. So we got. That sucks. What's done? Yeah, that does suck. And we also got some nasty candy, too. Hey, I oh, love I like those salt water taffy. You like which one? I want this one. Daisy, I'll... if you want either of those, you can have them, too. I don't I want really... the strawberry. I like those. Yeah, so we got a bar flavored soda. I don't know. So and two, I thought it, I was excited. I looking at the back of it, the color and the label type. I thought we got a Jones soda for a second. I was re, kind of excited. It, yeah, I don't like it. It's not really gonna taste like bar. I right? sure hope not. It's got pure cane sugar in it, so it's got a. It's gonna be sweet. I. This picture is insane. It describe it. So there is a man. Um, <laughs> it has barf in the drippy blood, like '60s drive-in movie theater horror font, but it just says barf uh, soda. Uh, there's a photo of a large bearded man with the only thing that's not green or white are the chunks coming out of his barf in a massive stream that looks like a Dragon Ball Z attack. Doesn't it say um, something about chunks on it. Yeah, it too. says great chunky flavor. And there's um, no chunks. There's no chunks. Just to be clear. No, and I think what's important to note is if you if you roll the bottle over and you look in the corner, the the man barfing in one hand just has a giant cheeseburger in his hand. <laughs> oh, I didn't notice I think that. That's, I didn't notice. I that I think either. that's an important detail. So uh, yeah, it is made with real cane sugar. Um, let's see here. It doesn't really have. An ingredient. No ingredients. Yeah, it does. Artesian spring water, sugar, citric acid, natured flavors, ester gum, beet juice. What are natural flavors for <laughs> bar flavor? Anything. Barf soda. I'm going to get some water so that if this is really gross, I can. Okay, that's a good idea. Yeah, we can have a, we can have a moment of peace. <laughs> 
Okay, it was a twist off. Yeah, it was a twist off. Okay, I'm afraid to smell it. So, do y'all yeah. want me to just pour you a little bit? Just, just give me a heavy I mean, pour. I'm. It's gonna get poured out of one glass or the other, if it we don't like it. I'm, I'm. I don't know if the beets were just for color because I should note that this has a very mild, uh, like orangish pink color to it. Okay. I, okay. My guess is that it's not going to taste like barf at all. How's it smell? It, it smells fine. Okay. Um, I'm gonna take a picture of the bottle. We can. Oh yeah, it actually doesn't smell too bad. Well, we're trying to get better about social media. I think having a post of uh, we'll have John holding his barf soda. Oh, that's good. The flash gave you red monster eyes. <laughs> Perfect. Oh yeah, that's a good photo. Barf monster. Yes, we should throw that on the gram. Yeah. Um. <clears throat> did okay. it for the gram. Who wants to propose a toast? Um. Honestly, I'm going to give this one to Harrison, who saw a loss coming and just left. Yeah. <laughs> Good job, Harrison. Cheers. Here we go. Bar-flavored soda. It definitely does not taste like barf. No. I don't think it's good, but it doesn't taste like barf. It, it's not as bad as I was expecting, but I also would not say it's good. It almost doesn't have a flavor. I would say it tastes like beets with like that citric acidy, like... I'm almost getting some grapefruit from it. Yeah. A little bit. Yeah, I could see that little grapefruit. It's definitely the worst soda we've had so far, but it's not nearly as bad as I would expect a soda called barf soda yeah. to taste. If this was advertised properly, I could see this being someone's like favorite soda, but it yeah. is very mild. And I I think that the psychological element is the worst part. I, yeah, think I agree. If, if someone just gave me a glass of this and called it like i don't know cream cola or some some shit like that i don't know something yeah. normal sounding so i think what makes this barfy is that i think there's like a lot of that citric acid and like you do kind of have that back of your throat flavor mm -hmm. so it almost feels like i have thrown up but it doesn't taste like yeah. it it's it's like there's a, a sort of a thickness to it too mm -hmm. yeah i'm going to take one last sip of this i'm not not gonna finish it. I don't. I don't think I'm gonna. I don't know. This might be the first soda we don't finish because we still have a decent amount in the bottle, and I don't want any more. I don't know if either of you want more, but uh, this might be the first soda we don't fully finish. Yeah, I wouldn't even give that to my dog. Um, <laughs> I mean, dogs shouldn't have sodas. The main reason why, but yeah, they do eat barf though. So that's true. Barf you know. would be better for my dog than, than this, this soda. soda. <laughs> So maybe this is the last time we do a mystery soda. I just I thought it'd be a fun idea. I, no, but, I think it's fun. I mean, um, if we get barf again, we just need a backup soda. But if we have mystery sodas on deck, I think it could be fun. Like okay. what if yeah. what if what if you pulled out one of the Jones soda turkeys? Like that would have been Ooh, exciting. It would be exciting. I, um, go ahead. Turkey sounds maybe grosser than this, honestly. But I'd try it. Oh, <laughs> uh, I've tried the gravy one. I had I, was, the, I had the bacon one and didn't think it was bad. Yeah, it's salt. Bacon is mostly salt and yeah. fat, so it's kind of good in any form. Yeah. Um, how are we... I got a feeling this is going to be one of the lower ones. I'm going to... You know, on a scale of 1 in 10, it's not like a 0, because it's not as bad as I thought it would be, but I I think I'm leaning towards a 3. What are y'all thinking? Honestly, I was thinking 3, 3.5. Like, okay. this is... 
shit. Even I might give this a like four okay. because it is. It's very mid. It's below mediocre. Yeah. It's below mid, but it's not actually bad. Yeah. Like yeah. this is. It's the problem is it's disappointing in two ways because it doesn't <laughs> taste good, but it also it's not funny. Gross. It's not the gimmick. Give this to someone as a joke. You it doesn't know what live I mean? up to the gimmick. Yeah. But they almost lived up to like the throat flavor and stuff, which is odd. This is a strange drink all around. Yes. Run to the store and get one is what I'm saying. <laughs> I would say that. <clears throat> This image is actually one of the grossest images I've seen in a while. I, <laughs> in terms of like an artificial image, I mean, I, I had some bad times on the internet as as a, a teenager, and so I've seen things much more disgusting. We than... live through goatsy folks. That's, <laughs> that's our generation. <laughs> I've seen things much more disgusting than this label. But as far as like slapping a label on your product and graphic design, this is disgusting. It's pretty rough, and. Yeah. Definitely throw that picture on the gram so people can I, can see it. I think any points that I give to this soda go to the label and not to the um, not to the beverage. The beverage inside. And with that, I'm going to give it. I, I think the beverage takes it so much. You know, I'm I'm averaging this out. Label's like an <laughs> eight or a nine. <laughs> the soda is like a one. So let's give it like a four or a three. Okay. A th- a th- so we're all in the three or four yeah. range for this one. I think it's safe to say we don't recommend the barf soda. Like Hunter said, it's not really good even for a gig- gimmick or like a gag or anything like that. It's just uh, just not good. I'm also realizing that I'm just thirsty. <laughs> That's why I took a second. Uh, I poured myself a little bit more, and I think what I really wanted was just water, so I'm going to drink that instead. Yeah, I mean, look at the guy in this bottle. He's obviously puking, not having a good time. But I wish I had a cheeseburger in my hand so that I could get this taste out of my mouth as well. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, I don't know. I don't hate the taste enough that I'm like clamoring to get it out of my mouth, but I'm also not drinking anymore. Yeah. It's, it's the back of the throat feeling that's mm. sticking for me, not so much the taste. Yeah. Gotta say, Rocket Fizz, that was a weird one. Yeah. Very weird one. Um, uh Give your graphic designer a raise. Give your soda designer a uh, demotion. <laughs> I'll co-sign that. Would that be like a sommelier? Can you be a soda sommelier? <laughs> what does that mean? So sommelier is someone who like professionally tastes. Oh, tests, right, right, right. Like wines and yeah, stuff. Yeah. So I wonder, could we give this to a sommelier? Would that <laughs> fall under their jurisprudence? Jurisdiction, I think is the word I wanted. Jurisdiction. Mm. <laughs> Yeah, we might do a we might do another mystery one. That was kind of fun. I, I I'm a little concerned though that Rocket Fizz might specifically be putting the nasty ones in the mystery yeah. ones just because it feels like they might skew that direction. I'm guessing they're putting the ones that don't sell that right. they need to get out of the store, which probably skews to gross, but you don't know. Yeah, true. Is it any cheaper to buy the mystery? It's actually a little more expensive. Cuz it came with the grandma candy. <laughs> right. Um all right, y'all want to get into episode eight? Yes, yeah. I do. Unlike episode seven, quite a bit happens in episode eight. Um, so let's get into it. We kind of we talked about this a little bit earlier because they alluded to it in episode seven, but everyone gets a text saying that if they don't match with someone, they got to go home. So now, obviously, some people are more concerned than others. I think there's some people that know they're going home. 
But it also uh, makes things interesting with some of these love triangles, like uh, the Jose, I guess, like I said, it's more of a love, love rectangle, but Jose, uh, I almost did it again. Jose, Sue Young, Kelly, Shannon. We got that going on. Then we've also got Ryan and Jimmy and Paula. We got that dynamic going on too. So I think that's the main reason they're doing this is to tease that out a little bit. Yeah, I also, I was concerned knowing there's two episodes left. I was like, so most of the drama has been multiple women going after one guy, multiple guys going after one woman. How is the show going to maintain any level of drama while also making everyone pick a partner and stick with them for the rest of the series? Mm -hmm. Which So that's kind of weird. Um, That was my... We'll talk about what actually happens, but that was my gut feeling. I was like, so they're ruining the entire premise of the show by yeah. kicking everyone off, including potentially the other person's mom or son. Yep. Yeah. Very interesting choice. I don't really understand why they did that, especially with only one episode to go. I don't understand why they do a lot of things on yeah. this on, yeah. on this show, frankly. Um I think they had a schedule of things planned ahead that they wanted to do and decided not to change it even when it would have been a good idea. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Shannon says she chooses Jose, surprising no one. Then they cut to Sue Young also saying that she chooses Jose. So we know we know some people are going to get their hearts broken by Jose. We know that's coming. Um, Pola says she doesn't know. Uh, Pola doesn't say who she picks, so they kind of tease this out a lot too. I think the producers deliberately told her don't out say it out loud yeah. there's a couple jose moments um where you can tell they're re-saying things they've already said because it's like he's he's got this look on his face like okay i'll say what i wanted to say again but without saying the person's name mm. like he's got a little bit of an annoyed look on his face yeah. and i'm guessing yeah. they ask him questions like all right do it again but don't say anything this time <laughs> yep um Anything else we want to say before we get to who choo- who chooses who? No, I, yeah. I think they stretched this whole thing out so long. Yeah, and I agree. I, I, it really annoyed me. This episode's like the opposite of the last one where I felt like nothing happened in episode seven, but we actually talked about it for a little bit. But I feel like a lot happens in this episode, but I feel like we're going to get through it pretty quick. Yeah. Um. So I'll just run through it, speaking of that. uh, So Gabriel and Stephanie choose each other, surprising no one. We don't know if their relationship's actually going to last. We'll kind of find out where that's going next episode. But um, but they choose each other, so they at least get to stick around a little bit longer. Um, Pola and and they drag this out for a while. I think all three of us, we watched this, and we were all annoyed at how much they were dragging <laughs> this out. I think they cut to a commercial, although you have ad-free, uh, whichever the streaming app is, and so wasn't actually commercial but anyway i um i want to say that i regret doing it but i paid the ten dollars to own this series permanently <laughs> whoa um, <laughs> because i was like i need to watch this last minute i usually literally start when i get off work at five mm-hmm. and i finish the episode <laughs> right as you both show up yeah. and then we all watch the second episode together um and i was like they're gonna be here i have to watch this now <laughs> and i just like paid for it because you didn't want commercials yeah <laughs> Wow, so you're just gonna you're gonna be able to revisit Milf Manor anytime you want. For, <laughs> yeah, we can for... have a five year anniversary oh where God. we go back. <laughs> the Milf anniversary. By then, I'm sure we can have a couple of these people on the show. No shade. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, I think we could probably have a couple of people on the show. No shade. Now. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mean, some of these people have like five thousand Instagram followers. It's not like they're 
you know. That's true. The thing is, I think they I don't know if anyone would do it for free. That's true. They all they're all charging for cameo. Although Ryan's only ten bucks on cameo, which is yeah. which is like the cheapest cameo I've ever seen. Not just on this show, but period. Back when my old band, uh, Crisis Actor, um, hell yeah, great band. Put thank you. Uh, we put out our first EP or whatever you want to call it. Um, I got the lead singer of Warrant to congratulate us <laughs> and tell us to keep on rocking in Uncle Tom's cabin. What? They have what? a song called Uncle Tom's Cabin, and I just wrote oh, like wow. the worst thing possible to see if he'd oh say it, God. and he did no reservations. Wow. Um, he says, says, like, eat a big slice of pie and keep on rocking in Uncle Tom's Cabin. That's funny. I'm sad. I bought a few cameos, and I can't find any of them. I don't know where they went. If you log into your account, usually... You can go to like your previously purchased. Maybe I made it under a different account or something. I don't know. Can I, I ask who you bought them from? Uh, yeah. So one of them was I bought a cameo from Crayshon for my friend's birthday. Oh, fuck yeah! And this was like I had never. Oh, I I said I made Crayshon say like Happy birthday. It was my friend Jillian. It's like Happy birthday, Jillian. Please eat a birthday sausage. I don't know if you guys know that meme. It's like. No. Uh, uh, Gordon Ramsay and they like photoshopped his face to look funny and there's like a hot dog and he says sausage <laughs> instead of sausage I don't know I think it's really funny um, and then Crayshon said like glizzy 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 and I was like what the fuck is a glizzy like can I send this to my friend like thinking it might be dirty or something yeah and then I looked it up and it literally just means hot dog which I, <laughs> yeah. I feel like that's everyone knows what a glizzy is now but when that when I first made that cameo, I was like, Crayshawn was ahead of the rest of us. She was. Uh, and then the other one was from um, Badlands Chugs. I don't know oh, if you guys hell know yeah. that is. Chugging the world one drink <laughs> yeah. at a time, baby. Badlands Chugs. Uh, he, he, he's just like, he just chugs soda and like burps real loud. He's oh. like one of he's like a world champion eater, I think, and so is okay. or drinker. But like, Kinda you like know. Joey Chestnut. Yeah, same gotcha. thing. Yeah. But he's a very large man. And a uh, little funny note about him. I used to do game jams all the time where I would do like audio work. I'd make like songs and like audio effects for very small indie games that you can download on like itch. Um, one time I had to make monster noises and I took a bunch of Badlands Chugs burps and just like <laughs> stretched them out a little bit and put some distortion on it. That's funny. Horrifying That's monster awesome. noises. Oh, I bet. Oh, and one of my friends. Oh, that was for my friends when when COVID happened and they got. They had to finish college online. I had like Badlands Chugs say like, yo, I know that's fucked up, like, but you guys can do it. And then one of my friends got me a cameo of Ouija Mac for my birthday one year. And I really wish I could find that because that was pretty sick. It's not in your emails or anything? I don't know. It's got to uh, be out there somewhere. Uh, it's got to be. Maybe on my old phone or something. The Ouija Mac one was sick. I think it had my dead name in it, though. <clears throat> anyway. Sorry, that was a huge tangent. Before we get off this tangent, if I if I could surprise y'all with any cameo from anyone on this show uh, for the final episode of the podcast, not promising that it'll happen, but if I could, who would you want it to be? Man, I, just with his enthusiasm and his cadence that I love, uh, Joey. <laughs> I knew it was going to be Joey. <laughs> uh I don't actually know. I I I want to <laughs> mm, pass. 
Damn, I was hoping you'd pick someone because I think Joey's one of the few that's not on Cameo. <laughs> Wait, let me look at the list of everybody. So, see, I was gonna say Joey, who's ever uh, cheapest, would also be funny. Ryan's definitely the cheapest. I I think Gabriel would also be really funny. He's by far the most. He his is a hundred forty dollars. I want to make Gabriel say something really fucking stupid, like I I I don't even know, but. I feel like we could just give him that prompt, say something really stupid, and he would do it. But I'm not going to pay $140. No. I think my limit is definitely 40 is a limit. I'd say 30 is probably closer to my limit for a cameo for this show. But um, anyway, we'll see. Maybe I think it would be kind of funny to get someone to shout us out. I don't know if I'll give them the name of the podcast, though, because I don't want them to look us up and hear all the <laughs> shit we've been talking about them. You know what I mean? So I might just say, can you give a shout out to our podcast and not even give them the name of it. Little tip that I'm going to give you and our listeners who are trying to get cameos done. Mm-hmm. Um, some people won't do commercial uh, mm-hmm. cameos or they'll charge extra. Mm-hmm. So do what I did uh, with the lead singer of Warrant, as I mentioned earlier, where I said it was a message from a friend congratulating me personally for and the band for releasing a new record, oh. so you you, you, you got to be a little sneaky. Sneaky with how you how you word it. Yeah. Okay. So you got to say, "Hey, my friend's podcast just finished a series on Milf Manor, and they would love to get a message from you." There we go. Okay. And then they won't be like, "Well, this clearly isn't a commercial, and we're not making money off this, so it's not technically commercial." Yeah. Not yet, anyway. Not yet. <laughs> Until our empire um, develops. Get, get those wallets ready. The, conf- the confession empire. <laughs> <laughs> Dan, that's what we're calling the Patreon page. <laughs> um, okay, so who choose? So Gabriel and Stephanie choose each other. Pola and they drag this on forever to see if she'll choose Ryan or Jimmy. Two, I think all three of us. I think all three of us were kind of surprised, but she chooses Ryan. I wasn't surprised. I was just upset. Yeah. Yeah. Because Big bummer. I, I like we said, we all actually like Jimmy and mm-hmm. Ryan just keeps getting weirder and creepier. Yeah. Um, but it has, it's not in an entertaining way. It's just in a weird and like possessive borderline. Like, I don't want to say predatory, but like manipulative. Mm-hmm. I think is a better word for, for sure. it. Yeah. Very like, the insane, I've been working on a song for you, and then sings one sentence, and then sings that sentence again in Spanish. I can't get over how Paul loved it, though. She she said that was one of the things that won her over. She did say that's what pushed her over the edge. Yeah. Insane. I just think that if, if I saw Ryan treating Stephanie the way he treated her, I would not want to date him. For sure. And we know, I mean, we know Stephanie and Paula talk to each other, so right. so that's another reason I'm a little surprised. Like, even if she didn't firsthand witness the way that Ryan treated her, I'm sure Stephanie has shared that stuff with her. Yeah. So, um, Jimmy's pretty upset. He starts crying. It was actually kind of sad to see. Um, Charlene chooses Ryan S, but Ryan S does not choose Charlene. I don't think they ever say who Ryan S chooses. They One didn't. of the options is to choose nobody, and oh, I, I have to assume that's what he did. Yeah. I have a feeling that I, there were a couple people who were just like, I'm not going to put a name out there, because they specifically um, outed Charlene as picking someone, but not <clears throat> getting. So I'm curious if like most of the others who didn't get a like moment to stand up just didn't pick anyone. Yeah. Oh, that might be true. I have to say, I was really hoping for like a, a gay moment on this. I don't like, 
I didn't have anything particular in mind. I mean, I don't think there were any burgeoning gay romances on this show, but I really wanted that to happen. Um, I think we, I don't think we talked about it on the podcast, but off off air, we talked about how we were we kind of thought maybe that was coming. Um, yeah, er, er, early on when we first started covering, especially the show. you put a bunch of dudes in a house together, you never know. Yeah, there's yeah. one guy. Could be some dick touching. I also want to note how little, again, Billy gives a shit about what's going on. <laughs> Everyone else seems, like, devastated when they get the text. It's like, someone's getting home if they don't mm. have a match. Billy literally just says, wow. <laughs> <laughs> and, like, just sits there and, like, sips his drink. Like, I, he does not give a shit. I, I, I think truly any of the men on the show I could see being gay. And and that's not. I mean, I'm I'm gay. Like I'm not not I'm not, I'm not talking shit or anything like that. I Crazy. just I I I could have seen it, and and I I, I think it would have been fun, especially mm-hmm. for some representation on a a very heteronormative hetero, yeah, show. Yeah, show. yeah. I, that's almost... I could almost see Jimmy maybe, but I mean, well, that's not true. He's made it clear he's very horny for women. Yeah, or Harrison. You Harrison know? Yeah. definitely. Pro- He's he he was a like male dancer, you know. I, yeah, but I don't know. He had some of the like most. He seemed the most traditionally straight too, though. Like in every other moment, other than him at being Those a former male dancer. That- <laughs> but, yeah, yeah, well, you may yeah, that might just be because he's like a. They're from Tennessee, and everyone I was going to say red. LA. I was going to say redneck, but I wouldn't really describe him as a redneck. But you know what I mean. He's, he's kind a of southern boy. Yes, he's a he's what you might call a good old boy. Um, and sometimes good old boys just, you know, be like that. They be like that. Yeah. Um. But yeah, no, no gay surprises yet. We got an episode. Left. We do still have one episode <laughs> left. Um, Joey and April choose each other. Uh, and then Jose chooses, and this is another one they kind of drag out for a while because remember there's several women. Who were you expect? Who were y'all expecting him to pick before they read it? Uh, I I did not think he was going to pick who he picked. I did think he was going to pick her. Um, <clears throat> so they kind of set us up with the confession cam scenes where yeah. they're like talking. So I was kind of expecting him to pick Shannon because mm-hmm. there's a moment Same. where. They're talking, and he's like, you know, I'm going to pick the person that I think my mom would get along with because if I'm going to Which be, is definitely not Kelly. Yeah, which, like, he's like, you know, if we're going to be in a real relationship that goes beyond this villa that goes into real life every day, and which means she's got to get along with mm-hmm. my family kind of statement like that. So I was thinking Shannon because I think Shannon and his mom and were Paula, friends. Yeah. So... I was thinking that for the same reason. It, it seemed like Pola was really excited about who Jose was going to pick, and that's why I was like, well, it's definitely not Kelly. But uh, but I was wrong. He chooses Kelly. And uh, Pola is... I mean, Sue Young and Shannon and Pola are all heartbroken. <laughs> I thought that was that was kind of interesting that we were expecting Shannon and Sue Young to be heartbroken by Jose's decision here, but I think even Pola is crying because of it because she just hates Kelly so much. Yeah, she's like I think she hugs so young and's like apologizing. Yeah. yeah. Um <clears throat> And I think she's kind of Oh, you can go ahead. I was just going to say I wonder if Jose knows at this point like this is not going anywhere. And so he just picks Kelly, who's the one that's, I don't know. The most drama. 
the most TV. The least serious, I think. Yeah. You know? Like, you don't want to tell someone who actually likes you that you like them on a show like this if you're right. just trying to, like, be on TV and get through it. Yeah. I feel like Kelly is the <clears throat> lowest stakes. And, like, if he's going to break... Like, I don't think that she's going to be devastated and heartbroken if they don't date outside of the show. I don't know. She was pretty mad about Billy. But I, I but she wasn't true. she wasn't heartbroken. She was just I think she was just pissed. So I, I think you're right. It does feel like the the lowest stakes out of all the um out of all the options. I I will say that's one of those moments that's not um super telegraphed is I think she gets kind of undercut cuz Pola is talking like you know, I know my son's going to make the right choice and I know someone's mm-hmm. going to get hurt like hugging a ladies, but I know he's going to do my son will do what's right and he's got it she's got her arm around so young and like she seems really confident. And the second he says Kelly like that's when she they both those ladies like hugging each other just mm-hmm. start crying, which like <clears throat> I do think he's picking the TV moments. You know oh, what I yeah. mean? Like he's he's, he's clearly been talking to the producers that's how he got the weird sneak away date yeah. and stuff like jose's dumb but he's very smart like yeah he's, he's both he's, at the same time he's yeah. either dumb but um he's having fun and he knows that the other two aren't fun they're like weird and serious yeah. for a, a reality dating show or he's really smart uh-huh. and he's playing this whole system uh-huh. mm-hmm. and it's 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 i'm not sure which of those two it is <laughs> i'm not sure how ahead of the game he is but <laughs> He's a tough guy to read, as we, you know, as I think Sue Young and Shannon would agree. Yeah. Um, so all the people that didn't have a match get sent home. I didn't write down the names, but it's literally everybody else. It's literally else. everybody else. Yeah. Um, and most of these are not a surprise. I think only really who's Jose going to pick, who's Polo going to pick. I was, was a little about surprised it. about Charlene and Ryan S. Even though their yeah. date, even though their date was really awkward, I thought they would pick each other just to, gonna, yeah. to stick around a little yeah. bit longer. Yeah, I, I definitely. That's one thing we were talking about earlier. It's like it definitely does not feel like anyone on this show, other than maybe Jose, like we've talked about, is like trying to game this like Survivor or another reality show. Mm-hmm. Like this is definitely they all. It seems like they're all taking it pretty seriously, which is surprising to me. Yeah, because like if I were on a show like this. I mean, yeah, it's on national television and stuff, but, like, I'd want the vacation to, like, keep going. I'd tell, like, pick one of the ladies who, like, you know doesn't have a match and be like, hey, you want to, like, <laughs> stick around the villa for a couple more days? I know this is changing the subject a little bit, but I see what you mean about the aftertaste sitting in the back of your throat now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it, 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 I, it, it took you. a while to get there, but but now, now I'm I'm definitely, the soda, I'm downgrading my answer from a three to a two. Um, maybe the that's the whole the whole barf vibe is it makes you feel like you're about to barf or like you just it barf. gives you that taste in your mouth that you that like comes right before yeah it, yeah it's like a like a dryness and a moistness at the same yeah. time. yeah not great um okay so everyone who doesn't have a match gets sent home now they get texts saying that a friend or family member is going to come and evaluate their choice or something yeah now they're not very clear about this but we find out because i thought it was going to be one for each of them but it's really just the ladies right there's no the friend the boys don't have any Mm -hmm. men don't have any uh uh friends show up but so first we get kelly's daughter uh, mckenna shows up stephanie's friend peace uh shows up pola's daughter emma 
Okay, so nothing too crazy so far. And then April's ex-husband comes shows up and instantly is trying to like sweep her off her feet, quite literally actually. He I think he picks her up right away. And he's doing all this right in front of Joey, which I mean, it's it's shitty behavior in the first place, but I feel like the fact that Joey's only 20, it's it's beyond just like imagine having beef with a 20-year-old even at our age right yeah. it's not a, well exactly i feel like you're implying that it's just really immature which it is but where it almost I, feels like bullying that's where, exactly yeah. where i was going yeah. with it it feels like he's bullying a 20 year old and i know we've kind of talked a little bit of shit on joey although I, I think we all agree that he's grown on us throughout the course of this episode of this uh season but this felt really unfair to him yeah and i'm glad one of you reminded me because i didn't really think about this billy who's now we're talking about Billy Jane is Gabriel's dad and Gabriel's a fucko and Billy's a fucko. And I, I, like, <laughs> that's true. There's he, definitely some family. He even dresses kind of similar. Yeah, he, yeah. I, I, he's, he's not quite, jacket. He's, he's not got, quite as wild as Gabriel, but he's got the leather jacket. He's got and the, you're too old to still be wearing a leather jacket yes. on yeah. a beach yeah. vi- and with yeah. jeans and cowboy boots vibe. Yeah. They um, both dress in a way that, <laughs> that's that, that feels like they should be younger than they actually are. Yeah. Yeah. In their own way. Um, my big thing, I think it's interesting. Literally, almost everyone else in like the confession cam moments is immediately talking shit about April and him. Mm-hmm. Like even the other couple, everyone hates him, especially are, yeah. Kelly. Yeah. We don't hear what Gabriel thinks, but all the others are just like, this sucks. Yeah. Kelly roasts the shit out of him. Yeah. yeah. I think she says the things that like her son is too scared. I mean, Joey literally does not know what to do. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and I'm wouldn't... not sure if I would either. Well, and ultimately, I don't know if we're ready to say this yet, but April basically ignores him for the rest of the episode. Right. Well, so like another thing that Billy does, it's like really immature is like he basically, again, we're talking about April's ex-husband, Billy, Billy, not uh, because Billy, not our apathetic hero. Our Billy is no longer on this show. Yeah. He's dead and gone and buried, Um, but not, he's still alive. (laughs) I think. Um, Yeah. But yeah, so he does that thing where he's like clearly having a conversation exclusively with April mm-hmm. and then occasionally like says something to Billy and then cuts him off to be like, not actually talking oh, to Joey, you. Oh, Joey, you mean? Yeah, sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. Joey. So like they're talking, he's like, what are you eating? He's like, oh, I'm eating a steak. And oh, you're both eating steaks. <laughs> and then like goes back to talking to her. That's the like, other thing. What a weird fucking dude. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> what? Oh, you're both eating steaks? Yeah. <laughs> like, look at the plate. Like, I knew what it was immediately. Like, it's clearly he's just, like, it's a power dynamic that he's taking control of. Yeah. And, like, I don't know. I, I I almost feel bad for April because it's very clear that she's just easily manipulated and has mm-hmm. been manipulated for a very long time by this guy. Um, What? She said they were together 13 years. 17, I think. 17, married nine. Yeah. Have, yeah. like multiple kids together mm-hmm. and then like you know there's we can't be married but there's still love there and every time he 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 makes a move i'll go with it i go with the flow yeah she's like you know he's my ex-husband i go with the flow which is not a statement i think i've ever heard anyone no. else make yeah. if you have like an ex-husband or wife it's usually the exact opposite vibe right like even if you're chill with your ex i mean it's just like it, it's like they have no boundaries or whatever i don't know 
I, I think this is the most sorry I've ever felt for Joey, or yeah. maybe, oh, yeah. maybe anyone on this show, yeah. to be honest. Yeah, I, I don't think... know if there's anyone on the show that I've felt more bad for than Joey in this situation. The shows we've watched have been pretty chill so far. Yeah. But, like, he definitely got did dirty. The closest would be, like, Jersey Shore. But the problem is everyone who got did dirty on Jersey Shore was also just being an ass yeah. in right. their own way. So, right. like, it's hard to feel. Not every time. Not Snooky. Never Snooky. <laughs> Snooky got pretty bad getting, like, beaten up at a bar yeah. for so maybe snooki got done the worst but like emotionally D- definitely top three yeah yeah <laughs> top three anime betrayals is uh joey although it might work out for him in the end we'll yeah. we'll get to that we get a yeah. good we get a good twist there. he did exactly what i we'll get to it he did exactly what i thought i would have done in the same situation yeah nothing less directly but we'll we'll get to that in just a second um oh. <laughs> sorry emma who is emma again i gotta scroll up to look at my notes emma is pola's daughter jose's hey. sister thank you emma asks ryan if he wants children which he seems kind of wishy-washy about it he's like yeah and then Pola's like i don't want any more kids and he's like oh yeah no me me either um, yeah so he's like it's not that important to me yeah exactly um it also, like, it could be him being, uh, like, wishy-washy his relationship. He's also young enough where he might just not fucking know if yeah. he wants kids yet. Yeah. That's fair. I, you know, spent most of my 20s not knowing, and he's in his 20s. It's it's not something you have to know at that age. And Well, unless you're dating someone Pola's age, in, in which case yeah. you should probably know. Yeah. But, but still, they're not that far in their relationship where he needs to know yet. Uh, she kind of grills him about a bunch of different shit. It, it's pretty uneventful. Yeah. Um, McKenna, who is Kelly's daughter, right? Mm-hmm. Um, asks, this is the part I was alluding to earlier. She asks, uh, Jose and Kelly if they've been intimate and Jose starts squirming and is like, well, uh, I don't really like to talk about that. And they he's, both make fun of him for being nervous. He's right. a chief deflector. I mean, he is, he is like, he's got that skill down, mm. which it almost makes me wonder if they hadn't, because there's so many times through the show hints that the two of them may have banged that like mm-hmm. knowing you're on like a TV show and knowing that they're like, make everyone else in the villa think you did it. Yeah. Yeah. That like if he doesn't want to come out and say no, because <laughs> um, he also randomly is like, I oh, you know I like to take things slow. Mm-hmm. He says that. So like maybe they really haven't. He seems to be implying that they haven't, but. Who knows? I I lean towards they probably haven't, but I'm also kind of in the camp that he's not too serious about this show. Uh-huh. Um, in which case he probably hasn't done it with anyone or yeah. didn't plan to, but you don't know. Um, then she McKenna uh, McKenna takes Jose aside to ask him more questions, and she asks him out on a date. She was like, "Would you well, go out on a date?" She with said, me? "Would you." Yeah. I don't, I don't know if it's... She, she does, like, grab his... She's kind of getting a little touchy with him. Yeah. And then she's like, you know, you got to touch my mom more while, like, touching his hand and stuff, yeah. which is a little She's kind of testing him. She um, says she's going to test him. Well, it turns out this was a test, because he's like, no, because it would be disrespectful to Kelly. And, and she's like, good, that's the answer I was hoping for, or <laughs> but something then, like that. And then she's like, but you never know. There's been situations before. And he actually looks like concerned. He's like, yeah. situations like this. And she's like, yeah, situations. Well, one situation. And then the scene just moves along. <laughs> it's a really weird moment. <clears throat> and then we have two more guests, right? 
I've got I've got one more. Um, I've only got one more note, but but one more thing about that. Oh God, what was I gonna say? Sorry, recap what you were just saying because I don't. Remember there. What. Oh, I remember. Um, I realized as I was, I know he's a weird dude, but I realized as I was watching this interaction with McKenna and Jose, and all the interactions with Kelly. I think Joey might be the most normal person in this family that we've seen. Yeah, probably. As weird as he is. Oh yeah. Well yeah. And and the the uh Kelly and McKenna are like sisters. It's weird. It's yeah. weird. It's they dress the same. They, they call each other disco she calls herself disco baby, right? Disco baby and disco mommy. That's weird their ins- that's fun. their Instagram handles as well, if any of you wanna which she has a huge Instagram following, by the way, more than her mom. She's just—I'm guessing she, they, the whole family. We looked it up a little bit last time. I think, well, not Joey, but like, but at least the two of them are like just like professional influencers, yeah. where they just put their name behind brands and get paid to advertise things. She sells real estate in Dubai. Oh, cool! Really? <laughs> yeah. To uh, uh, McKenna. That's that, fucking that makes wild. sense. I don't. Mm-hmm. I've like the advertising world in that part of the world is insane. I don't know mm-hmm. if you ever actually get like ads from Dubai and shit. I do sometimes. It's just insane. It's mostly shit. vacation type stuff though, not like real estate. Well, I get stuff that's targeted to people who live in Dubai. <laughs> And oh really? Like, VN life. Yeah, you didn't. Well, that or you just like really mess up your um, algorithms, <laughs> which is what I do for hobbies. I try and get my uh, feeds to be like the so least relevant ads possible. <laughs> yeah, I just like say I'm offended by everything until I start getting the real weird shit. Um, but yeah, they're all like weird nonsense. So I can't. I can imagine her just be like pictures of her, and it's like buy land in Dubai, and it's like a picture of her in L.A. in a dress. <laughs> That's. That's what uh, the little bit of Instagram s- stuff I looked at on, from her was that kind of shit. Yeah, yeah. So they're in, they're an influencer family. I hope Joey can someday really make be an influence on this world too. Um, <laughs> but yeah, they have bad vibes. The them being like McKenna best friend. And, yeah. yeah, I have to say, and maybe this is too mean, but like at one point they do like the hand heart thing, which was like popular in like two thousand seven, two thousand eight. <laughs> And, like, if you do that still, that's fine. But I'm just, like, it just really, they both feel like they're living in the past. Is that what the kids call millennial cringe? Is that an example of what kinda, that is? Yeah, that, that really is. The yeah, only thing yeah. that made it kind of cute to me was that, uh, you know, the mom did it first. And then her daughter was like, yeah, okay. You know, it's <laughs> like, a you know, you don't, after a certain age, you especially don't expect your parents to st- Stay, like hip and cool right like all most of my dad or most of my friends dads are like into the grateful dead and talk about <laughs> shit like that so like if my dad did something that was real hip in 2008 i'd be like good job out oh, of yeah. the context of the show it's fine in the context where they're like trying to be these perfect people which i feel like that really is the vibe of like so many of the people on the show is that they're trying to be like perfect and like beautiful and like flawless and all this stuff doing something that's like millennial cringe. I think it, it's just funny. You can't, Mm -hmm. you can't polish everything. Right. Yeah. (laughs) Um. The last note I have, um, Joey's super boned about everything. Understandably. So, I mean, look this, he's only 20 years old and he just had another man hit on the woman he's dating in front of him and kind of 
like we said, I would use the word bully him around I mean, a little bit. He, Billy literally picked up April and walked away with her in front of him. Yeah, yeah. yeah. And they like went and like made out. He was like, "Kiss me," right? Like very. Like I said, he's got a very little manipulative vibe, and like, but not like Ryan, where he was like trying to be, even be subtle. It's literally walk in, I pick you up. You're my girl now. We're getting yeah. back together. Like he even says, "Come on, we're going. We're getting on the plane. You're going home with me." Yeah. And I think this is really a revelation. I mean, if you're if you're Joey, you got to be thinking about like, okay, this is the end of the road for me and April because absolutely. In the real world, this is what's going on. Yeah. Do you want to deal with this dude the rest of your life, or however long a relationship lasts? If you're really thinking about continuing, so Joey's sitting there. He's super. He's very visibly bummed. I don't believe this is like playing it up for the camera or anything. I think he's genuinely pretty. Mm-hmm. hurt by this and also confused because like yeah i don't know as a 33 year old i'm not sure what i would do in that situation but if i was 20 years old i definitely would not know what to do jesus right um but then silver lining emma pola's daughter who's very beautiful by the way yeah uh pulls him aside and is like and wants to talk and clearly seems interested in him he seems a little overexcited about her <laughs> which again i write off to him just being a dumb yeah. 20 20 year old yeah. i you know, when I was that age, if a beautiful woman expressed interest in me, I would get, I would automatically push her away by being way too enthusiastic. <laughs> yeah. So I get it. But uh, he's, he's, uh, it's, it feels like a nice end to his otherwise miserable yeah. day. Yeah. He, he also like, it's clearly like the other two couples have friends come by and they're literally <laughs> just like the mom's friend mm-hmm. and they like chat and they kind of ask the guy some questions yeah. and it doesn't really go anywhere. Just wanted to mention that's what's going on them because this and the Jose stuff kind of continues past that. Mm-hmm. The other two weren't interesting, um, but uh, or the other one because now we've done Emma. But um, what's interesting is you can tell like everyone else is off doing their own thing. There's like scenes of just Joey sitting at the bar by himself, <laughs> and he mm-hmm. mentions that he hasn't gotten to talk to April all day, so mm-hmm. she literally ran off with billy jane after uh this happened so like clearly he's upset and like he actually looks upset and he's sitting alone at a bar like with a camera just pointed at him like this sucks yeah and then emma comes down like win for him definitely a win for for him i think based on the little bit we've seen i think she's definitely a better fit than yeah april i yeah I, I want this to go somewhere, to be yeah, honest. Me too. I, do. I, yeah. I mean, the first thing that happened when she came on as a guest, I was like, if I was at this point on the show, I would be like, oh, I'm talking to them instead now. It doesn't yeah. matter. Um, so I'm glad my boy Joey's getting a shot. Yeah, me too. You know, I hope they get married and have beautiful children. <laughs> the, the one couple from MILF Manor. <laughs> And on that note, uh, y'all want to do our power rankings for these two episodes? Yeah. The next episode, I'm not going to ruin what we saw in the coming up. If you're watching along with us, you'll see it. But <laughs> it looks insane. We have one episode left. And the producers are really going all out. That's all I'll say. Yep. Really working their magic. All right. You want to go first? Yeah. So my power ratings, I got to give it um up for joey number one Mm -hmm. um you know he makes it to this to the last episode uh, that we watched uh he you know 
he gets really struck down and then he immediately like seems to be picking it right back up maybe better off than he was Mm -hmm. before i'm gonna go out on a limb and say a 20 year old is definitely better off talking to what seems to be another 20 year old woman Mm -hmm. than dating a woman in her 60s that seems like a better place for him so like he definitely one of everybody it seems like Mm -hmm. um number two billy just for not giving a single fuck (laughs) being told he was essentially knowing he was going to kicked off the show and his response was wow (laughs) yep no effort king um three is tough um i think i'm gonna go i'm gonna give this one to the producers actually because they've been pretty bad at stirring anything (laughs) up this entire series but whoever it was who was able to get Billy Jane on the phone and flew to La Paz <laughs> uh, deserves a raise compared to everyone else who worked on this fucking show. Yeah. Because what an insane moment that was. Yeah. Everything that comes out of his mouth is awful, like clearly a bad dude. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And God, it's good TV. Yeah. Big W for the producers on, on that. Rare W for the producers. The rare that. dub for the <laughs> um, Milf Manor producers. Number three is a tie for me. I'm going to give it to Sue Young and Shannon because, you know, they got played by Jose and I just feel kind of bad for them. It's clear that they were both pretty hurt by this. So they, as dumb as this show is, it seems like they thought maybe there was something there when there wasn't. They're um, definitely had to be more going on that that we didn't see yeah because from my perspective they were insane yeah like i'm sure they're taking a wild shot but from our perspective as an audience it seems insane to think that he had any interest in either of them unless he's like talking to them in their downtime that we never see because the last thing we see is everyone mad at him and him pick kelly yeah and then they're immediately just like oh i love him i put him down he'll make the right choice it's like I mean, pe- love is stupid. Yeah. People are stupid, but like, it feels like like discontinuity editing almost because there's just so much that's probably left out. But uh, I'm gonna give it to them. I mean, I think even I don't I, I don't think Shannon cried, but I think Sue Young even cried when Jose didn't pick her. So I just I just felt really bad for them. And they both seem like they they both seem like really sweet um, ladies and good moms. Um, number two, I know we normally don't care too much for this guy but i'm gonna give it to harrison for just openly saying i don't care about this show i don't want to be here kind of similar reason why you picked billy like just the fact that he just doesn't give a fuck and has said just outright says like the show is stupid i don't like older women i don't want to be here i don't like older women i'm not attracted to anyone yeah i'm not gonna like go play to be on this tv show and having to put up even though i've been a fan of charlene throughout most of the season having to deal with that bullshit he, he was a little bit disrespectful to her but having yeah, to deal i think with, he was kind of an asshole he was but but he wasn't necessarily i wrong. don't but I don't, she was pushing it yeah. you know she was literally um, yelling at him to go and try and like take control of one of these women and like the meanest thing he said was like bro you keep talking and i don't want to talk about it anymore yeah like he was being disrespectful but charlene was like having a crazy one she was i feel like they had to have been drunk for that argument you know what i mean or at least charlene was was yeah yeah she seems to be i think she seems she's one of the ones who gets a little drunker than you think because she does a lot of weird shit in the evenings on this show um 
So he's number two. And then, you know, number number one for me, I'm also picking Joey. I feel like we watched a guy have the worst go from having the worst day of his life to the best day of his life. And that was just very heartwarming to see. So yeah. I'm I'm going with Joey. Uh, yeah. and I know in the first episode, I think I either said he's the most annoying or the second most annoying up there with Gabriel. And my opinion of Gabriel hasn't really changed, <laughs> but my opinion of Joey has changed. I still think he's kind of annoying, but I think he's annoying in a very innocent, you know, dumb young guy kind of way. He seems for a guy who has like Kelly as a mom and McKenna for a sister, <laughs> he seems to have actually yeah. turned out pretty well. So um, I'm, you know, I'm giving it up for Joey this this uh, this episode. Yeah, I also. What's a good way to put this? <clears throat> I'm interested because this may be our last chance to talk about Billy, um, but I think he does show up next time. Yeah, well, I, I no, think Bill, they bring everybody Billy back. Jane. Oh, Billy gotcha. Jane. Um, when things interested, like when McKenna shows up, uh, like Joey gets up from his table and goes like, "Hey, my sister's here." Gives mm-hmm. her a hug. You know, mm-hmm. when Billy Jane shows up, Gabriel's dad. He doesn't seem too interested to go say hi, That's and there's interesting. nothing that happens between them that I noticed. And he's one of the people giving that whole terrible, like, dirty looks. Like he does not seem positive about that him being is there. Interesting. I didn't and notice that at all. It didn't go. It doesn't go anywhere. But I just noticed he's like, "Oh, that's my sister. I love my sister from Joey. Like my sister's the best. Mm-hmm. If you, my sister says no, my mom says no. And then like, there's no comment from Gabriel. There's not even like a, hey, dad. Mm-hmm. There's like just." nothing yeah that's that so i wonder what that relationship's like if we'll ever find out or yeah that is a good point um i did not notice that but that's a good catch daisy you got your power rankings yeah i so i was debating doing bottom three instead of top three you can do that if you want uh, but there are so many people on my shit list after these episodes that i'm <laughs> not even gonna bother uh, I am actually going to do something similar to John and say my, I'm going to do a tie, uh, Jimmy and so young, I, mm. their <clears throat> progress from, and who knows how much of it is authentic, but from, from really having one of the biggest fights early in the show to, you know, their, their send off, I think is very, they're very level headed about it and they, really focus on their growth as you know mother and son and i think that's maybe one of the only wholesome things of this whole show yeah their relationship yeah the only other like it's clear like a lot of the you know sons and their moms get along but like them and joey and kelly are like the two most normal yeah um Mm -hmm. Of the relationships we Joey actually, and Kelly, they they say some weird stuff, but it's clear they care about each other. That's true, and yeah. they're not like weird about each other yeah. too much. Like Joey says some weird stuff, like "Oh, you know my mom's hot," but it, a lot of the stuff yeah. he says, says some weird things. A lot of the weird stuff he says, it's clearly like I'm on TV and we're yeah. a team, and yeah. I'm like so I'm supporting my team. We're like then there's like the <clears throat> Ryan and Shannon relationship that's like. Where she's like trying Bizarre. to bully Stephanie for not bullying other women into dating yeah. her son and like yeah. them, it their whole thing's weird. Him thinking he's flossing with his mom's underwear. Ugh. Yeah, I mean that was a. If we were doing bottom three, I think Ryan. Might that was have made quite it. the Ryan moment right yeah. there. Uh, and then I, I don't know if you've ever had this happen before, 
I'm picking Joey as my number one. Whoa, wait, who's your number two? Oh, I two and three are. Oh, gotcha, Jimmy, gotcha. Yeah. yeah, we all so, agree. Yeah. yeah, I was gonna say. I think on the first episode, you you also said he was either the most annoying or the. Second I said most that annoying. Joey was the most annoying, and yeah. I think that he, the way he talks to me, sounds like he's trying to impersonate someone else. Andy Samberg. <laughs> he looks like Andy Samberg. That's why yeah. we keep saying yeah. that. He um, does. And, and that is really off-putting for me. I think he is a little bit weird about his mom. I think he's kind of a fuckboy or whatever. But the way he handles the whole situation, I think, is, is graceful, if nothing else. Mm-hmm. Um, because he's not freaking out about it. He's bombed, but he's not freaking out about it. And when Emma comes down and wants to hang out with him, you know, he's fine. Yeah. He's chill. It's clear that he's excited, but his vibe is always excited. So I feel like he doesn't necessarily even come off as overexcited about her talking to him because his vibe is that he's always excited. So and then he says some stuff that's like throws her for a loop a couple times and then he reassures her so it almost seems like it's going yeah. somewhere because she's like he's like she's like what do you think about me and he's like well i saw you i knew you look like your mom and, she's, <laughs> and she's like oh is that a good thing yeah of course it is she's your mom's beautiful hot <laughs> and hot and i think you are too and she's like oh, okay cool yeah he's a little bit annoying and overexcited but it's a welcome energy i think and yeah especially after how boned we saw him yeah Yeah. i think he is i'm glad he's on the show yeah i think not only is it i think the first time joey's been in your um power rankings i think it's the first time all three of us had the same number one well at least for milf manor i think there's there were some episodes of jersey shore where we all picked snooki oh yeah as number one but at least for milf manor i think this is the first time we've all had the same number one yeah so good job joey the joey episode Mm -hmm. so next time we've got episode nine since we're only since it's going to be short because we're only doing one episode we were thinking we might try to take some voicemails if we can figure that shit out. We st- <laughs> we still haven't fully figured it out, but if we can figure that out between now and when we post this episode, we'll post a uh, phone number in the um, you know podcast description, whatever you call it, uh, where you can call us, leave a voicemail. You know, can they text us? Do you know? I think so. Yes, I think you can also text us, um, and uh, and then we can read it on the show. You know, if you. If you're watching along with MILF Manor, you can talk about that. I assume maybe some of you aren't actually watching this show. You just listen to the podcast. It, you know, we just need to fill time. So you can leave a voicemail about whatever. You, yeah. can, you can prank call us for all we Say care. Say whatever. We might put it on. We might not. But As long as it's nothing, you know, racist or transphobic. Right. Obvi- you know, that kind of goes. We're not without- going to promise to put it on. That kind of but- goes without saying. But but barring stuff like that, we'll pretty much play whatever, even if, even if you want to just fuck with us. That's um, true. So yeah, give us a call. Uh, shoot us a text. Send us an email, an Instagram message. Yeah, we'd love to hear from you. Yeah, we're gonna try and start using our social medias a little better. Yeah. Um, well, I'll buy a PO box if you guys will use it. Yeah. Hey, you. there you go. We, we can get more stickers. We <laughs> talked about that for other show too. That could be fun. Oh, okay. Getting a PO, so maybe yeah. we can share one. Yeah. I was gonna say we could split the price. You know, yeah. that'd be a bit cheaper, but um. Yeah, anything else before we uh, head out? Oh, We're... happy solstice, guys. Yeah, happy yeah. solstice. Longest, that's today, right? Yeah, longest yeah. day of the year. Hell it yeah. is uh, 
It's eight forty three. It's still gonna be. There's still gonna be sun out when I get home. That's yeah, not gonna yeah. last much longer. Yeah. yeah. Go listen to uh, Rights of Spring. Hell, is that a and Ian? On Ma- is that an Ian MacKay band? Um, he put the album out. He's not in the band. Okay. Gotcha. At least at first, he may have played with them later on. I know he's not on the first EP. I just knew he was associated with them somehow. Yeah, he put he. I believe they were the first band that he wasn't in that they put he put out their record. Gotcha. Um, Anyway, another little tangent, but uh, okay. So you know, next time, final episode of Milf Manor. Leave us a voicemail. Shoot us a text. Get at us. We'd love to hear from you. And thanks for listening. Yeah. Sweet dreams. I got nothing. See ya.